0: You are listening to a sermon from Emmaus Church LCMS. For more information, please go to www.emmauspasco.org. Abundant grace and mercy and peace are yours today in Christ Jesus, our Savior and our King. Amen. So as I mentioned for the appointed readings, this is the gospel reading on All Saints Sunday, and here it appears for us again. And I remember at that time, I gave you some little gestures, maybe as, as little reminders for, for that. I'll repeat those, but I, that's not what I'm gonna focus on. But I want as to just kind of prepare to hear this and reflect on it. I'd like you to think of Jesus as King, That's a a prominent theme in Matthew. Right there in the beginning, he's called the Son of David, which is a a kingly title. You have um, John the Baptist crying out, Repent for the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You've got Satan tempting him, To bow down to him and he'll provide all the kingdoms of the world and then you have jesus as we'll see as we walk through matthew together um, through this year jesus talking about the kingdom of heaven through parables so that's a a major theme jesus as king talking about the kingdom the kingdom isn't a place it's a it's it's the, it's the rule of jesus dr jeff gibbs who wrote a big honking two volume commentary on matthew says suggests it's, it's jesus kinging he kind of made up a word jesus ruling as king as as savior king over us is the idea of the king, which he invites us into. We tend to think of United Kingdom or, you know, a place like that. But it's the kingly rule of our precious Savior Jesus ruling over us. So I want to revisit the Beatitudes and come at it three ways. First of all, see, they are jarring words. Secondly, they're comforting words. And thirdly they're inviting words okay jarring comforting and inviting god help me amen so jarring words what do i mean by that well this is what i mean by that so what, what do we what does the world say and what do we in our old nature say what do we say I've got what it takes. I've got what it takes. I can handle things. I'm okay. I can do anything. I've got what it takes. What does Jesus say? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Those who realize their utter helplessness, their moral bankruptcy. So this comes to it as jarring words to us when we think, I've got I've got this covered. I've got what it takes. Or you might hear, I, I'm good enough. Thank you very much. And I happen to be better than a lot of people. <laughs> good enough. Kind of got my act together, yeah. Doing right. What does Jesus say? Blessed are those who mourn. Mourn, mourn over sin. Grieved over sin, desperately sorry for their sin, heartbroken over sin. What a difference. The world or sinful nature says, Do your own thing, live it up. It's all about personal autonomy, kind of the banner phrase for, for our time, personal autonomy. We decide what's right, we decide what's good, we decide who we are, we decide what we are. Do your own thing, live it up. But what does Jesus say? <laughs> Blessed are the meek, those who are submitted to God. Those whose hearts have been captured by a loving God who gave Himself for them. Entirely God controlled. Quite a difference. And some will say, goodness, goodness is boring. Goodness is boring. You gotta live on the edge. You gotta break the rules. You gotta gotta do your own thing that way. Goodness, that's, that's for losers. That's boring. What does Jesus say? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness hunger and thirst after righteousness. Desire that goodness, that God's righteousness. And, And what was Jesus called in our epistle reading? Christ is our righteousness. He's it. We have him, we have his righteousness. What a contrast to think, It's boring to be righteous. There's a notion, be an island unto yourself. Those needy people around you, well, that's their problem. They're probably losers anyway. Just be an island to yourself. But what does Jesus say? Blessed are the merciful, who look with compassion on others in need and step out and act, who see and think and feel aware of the the needs of those around, what's going on the inside of others. Compassion. And there's a notion It's the outside that matters. It's looking good. It's how you present yourself. That's what's important, how you, how you come off, how you are perceived, how you, how you look. What kind of impression you make. Inside, that's your own business. What did Jesus say? Blessed are the pure in heart. Pure in heart. A singleness of heart focused on Christ. The self-examination makes us see that there's counterfeit gods in our lives. And we desire that pure in heart, that wanting one thing. There are those who say, let the chips fall where they may. There's people with, if, if there's friction, just, just let it go, just walk away from it. And Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers people who desire to bring peace in the midst of friction, who want and work toward right relationships, to be a uniter, not a divider. And there's part of us that says for ourselves, Don't let your faith cost you anything. Just fly under the radar. Keep a low profile. Don't let your faith really cost you anything. Keep your head down. Blend in. Well, what does our Lord say? Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Righteousness' sake. Knowing that God gives us opportunities to show our loyalty to Christ. So, the sweet Beatitudes, I'm suggesting they're jarring words Unsettling words. They rattle us. On the other hand, they are comforting words. How so? Well, as I went through these, you noticed I was reading the first part, not the second part. But let's think about it. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is, present tense, the kingdom of heaven kingdom of heaven present tense it's ours now by faith it's what we have going for us we think of heaven as mañana and down there but but it's present tense heaven is where jesus is you got jesus you got heaven Heaven begins for us now. It's our heritage. And we look for the future and it's full explosion and fruition. But Jesus uses the present tense here, here and in the, in the last one, is the kingdom of heaven. Wow, that's our heritage in Christ. That's our heritage because of Jesus. That's our heritage as we cling to Him and depend on Him. The kingdom of heaven, present tense. How about comfort? Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And the idea with this word is to have someone come alongside you and Yes, that's a future thing that we look forward to, but it's also present. Jesus said, I will be with you always. We're not alone. He's standing with us in the midst of life, which is an ongoing series of challenges and pain. We experience that comfort now, but we, and we look forward to its completion down the road the Messiah brings comfort but it will be fully in heaven and blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth here we do look forward look to the the new heavens and the new earth remember we have resurrected bodies what do we say in the creed I believe in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Our heritage, resurrected body, glorious bodies, reigning with Christ in this new creation. Wow. What a prospect. And in so do, we will be satisfied like we can't imagine now. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and they will be satisfied. Martin Luther said, God does not cast aside sinners We will be satisfied fully in Him because God's verdict is not guilty in Christ. We have that satisfaction of a clean slate be God's pure children. It's in Christ. And blessed are the merciful; they shall receive mercy. To receive that that tender care that God provides, just like Jesus reached out to the leper, reached out to the to the blind, He reaches out to us. He shows us His mercy, cares for us. And blessed are the pure in heart, you're see God, see God. Son, David says, you said to my soul, seek my face, your face, O Lord, do I seek. That longing to see face of God. And John tells us in, in his letter, that's what will be our experience. We'll, we'll see Christ as he is. And that is such a powerful experience. It will transform us. It will transform us. See Jesus. And to, to live with that anticipation is a, is a comfort and an energizing force in our life. And blessed are the peacemakers who will be called sons of God, recognized as their kids of the King, sons and daughters of God. And the last one ends like the first one. With theirs is, present tense, the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. It's ours now and it will be in the future. Paul at the end of his life says, I've I've kept the faith and henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord will give to me and to all who love his appearing. This is what we have is really our, our comforting words. Encouraging words that Jesus gives to us. It's what is ours in Him, our King. But thirdly, these are inviting words. They're words that invite us to a life of faith. A life of faith. We're told to walk by faith not by sight we're bombarded with images and and things that beckon our attention and that say this is important this is important this is important but this jesus sweet words here our invitation to live by faith live in the light of eternity live in the light of what we have in christ now as gift to be bold men and women of faith these are inviting words that invite us to live a life of faith, but also endurance. How do you keep on keeping on and not burn out, not give up? It's as we see these wonderful words with Jesus that, that are our heritage in him. This life that he describes reign, under the reign of King Jesus, having the comfort having the inheritance having that satisfaction having that mercy seeing god being called us, it gives us a ability to to stay strong it's easy to, to start strong it's hard to keep on strong So many people i visit visited over the years have kind of given up. And there's holding on. Jesus wants us to still bear fruit in our old age. Psalm 93. How can we possibly do that? It's only by living it with the promises that Jesus gives us to live by faith, to live into that life that endurance might characterize us and finally it's an invitation to joy how can we not be joyful have sins forgiven to know there's a place waiting for us in heaven to know that we're indwelt by the holy spirit of god to know that we are part of a vast army on planet earth and we're going to be seeing jesus face to face is the prospect of it lifts the heart. So Jesus is, is an in eightfold invitation to a new life. Inadequate in ourself, but it's a gift from God. This, this upside down way of looking at things is ours in Christ. It's only possible because of the new life that he provides, that he purchased, and that he gives us. And it's ours as we abide in Him. God granted for Jesus' sake. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. This has been a message from Emmaus Church, LCMS. We thank you for listening, and we invite you to find out more by visiting our website at www.emmauspasco.org. That's www.emmauspasco.org.